Welcome to the podcast, folks. I'm your co-host, Eric Johnson, and sitting across from me is the two turntables to my microphone, Rodney Smith. <laughs> Thank you, Eric. We are lost somewhere in the buckle of the Bible Belt, but safe in the warm embrace of the Southern Fried Third Eye Studio. You have found the Swollen Goat Podcast. This podcast contains a lot of cursing, some bat shittery, some blasphemy, and brief but impressive nudity. Thank you to the countries around the world who have downloaded our podcast, including the United States, Ireland, Nigeria, Canada, the United Kingdom, Belgium, Norway, Mexico, Germany, Vietnam, the U.S. outlying islands, Japan, and the Czech Republic. Thank you to all the he's, she's, and they's who are listening. We really appreciate it. Ronnie, today we're going to be discussing subliminal messages and brainwashing. Yes, Eric, when uh, you and I were talking about a topic... Yeah. And I said, Eric, I said, I keep noticing that I have fallen back into bad practices. Bad practices? Um, I've got myself brainwashed again, Eric. <laughs> you were so close. I was so Every close. time you get out, they pull you back in. And our listeners go, whoa, how the hell? What are you talking about? I like to, when I can remind myself, am I falling too deep into, into these realities? What realities? Well, let's just say whatever they're putting on the TV, Eric, what they're uh, what they're spreading, the, their new news that the they're spreading of the day. The new news is that brainwashed is every commercial's basically brainwashing you there, right? Oh yeah, to buy their product. Or it's trying to. But I have bought into um, what's happening for some reason. I guess because I think that uh, someone actually cared at some point. I bit into that, and um, I got myself used. Oh, no. Oh, yes. So, um, anyway, this is what this podcast is going to be about. And so that our listeners will be aware of getting their brain washed and they don't even know it. And you know you're aware of it, but you fall back into it. You know, I didn't realize that commercials were as bad as they were because about 12 years ago, I got rid of cable because I hated commercials and I hated the news. And I didn't want to watch either one of those. So... I got rid of cable, and I don't watch commercials unless it's football season and I have to get ESPN so I can watch football. Then I have to watch the commercials, and you realize how horrible they are because you I don't watch them the rest of the year at all. And I never watch the news unless a tornado is headed our way, but those commercials are terrible. And But you don't realize how bad they are and how how pushy they are. Propaganda they are. How, how much propaganda they are. Until you stop listening to them and go back, and then you realize this is so ridiculous. Yeah, it is over the top, Eric. Uh, also, you ever been taking a little nap and the TV has a blink rate? That your eyes are closed, but you get these blinks coming out underneath your eyes. I haven't noticed that. Subliminal. This is one of these things that'll. Uh, is it putting me in a trance? Is it training uh, my mind to think a different way? Take on new ideas. Is this like the Poltergeist television? Is there something? Oh, that's there? a good one. You know, that's a the snow TV. You know, when we was kids. Oh yeah, that was terrible. 
did you I, I did what that little girl did i was actually doing so it's kind of weird to me i think that's why i was drawn to the movie i'll be like what the fuck is going on with this or something else going on it's like this community i'm young I'm so like, you were sitting cross-legged in front of the tv going there he no before i didn't say any of that but you just thought there i'm like what is with this and you hear that sound it was just kind of weird it's voices it's muffled voices it probably was telling you to do something oh well. telling you to buy mcdonald's but, you know, that on the movie Poltergeist, uh, that was dimensional beings that came through the TV. Are you saying that <laughs> you, Burger King commercials subliminally are subliminally us. sending us dimensional <laughs> messages from dimensional beings? To consume, to hate each other, to rival each other, or outdo one another. Sort of like that movie They Live. You remember that movie? Oh, with Rowdy Roddy Piper. Row- the late, great Rowdy Roddy Piper. That was a John Carpenter movie, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. Uh, Rowdy got the glasses, and when he first found out how they worked there at the, um, I guess he was at a, it seemed like a CVS or what, Walgreens or some kind of like a pharmacy or something. Yeah. He said, you put on these glasses, and you're a real ugly motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> he had one of the best lines in movies ever. When he walked into the bank. Do you bank, remember it? Yeah. It said, I've come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. That is it. And I'm all out of bubblegum. That is it. <laughs> um, but those messages are out there, but you don't realize they're out there. TV isn't exactly what you think it would be. Uh, and what you're seeing and what they're showing you and what they want your subconscious to see is a different story. We have some examples of subliminal advertising. And some of it's kind of benign, but some of it's pretty cool. So FedEx has an arrow. Their iconic logo includes an arrow that you can't, you don't really see, but it's between the E and the X. And it's, uh, to them, it's saying that they're raring to go, which that's not a big deal. But you don't really see the arrow, but they put it there on purpose. I know. uh, When I first saw that, I thought, hmm, how interesting is that? But you didn't notice it until... Someone maybe mentioned it to you that how that's built in with the arrows and the yeah, directions. The X, yeah. Um, Amazon's is, is pretty weird because, you know, when you look at the Amazon logo, it looks like it's underlined with a smile, but it's actually an arrow going from the A to the Z in Amazon saying that they sell everything from A to Z. I always thought that looked like the bottom of a dick. Did you not? Is that is that just me? No, Eric, and I can't believe we're having this conversation about this. We have never discussed that. You and I have never discussed this until right now. Yes, exactly. What Does it not? Saying. It no, looks like the bottom. Not, of, it looks like you're looking at the bottom of. Never. Not that I've looked at the bottom of a lot of dicks. <laughs> I'm sure, <laughs> but I've seen my own, and, and that's what it looks like. I um, think that's what that's about. Isn't that kind of strange? Uh, it's got me be. and you had the same thought it's about that. Be. It's subliminally, they're selling us. It's like a wrecked penis thing. It may say more about us than it does them, but I don't know. We're seeing penises. (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, in that same vein, here's another one. Uh, (laughs) Joe Camel. Remember Joe Camel? I know Joe. Yeah, they used to have commercials with him. Uh, The former mascot for Camel Cigarettes, he has a very bulbous nose that clearly resembles testicles. I have seen that. That's on purpose. That's not just me seeing testicles. That's on purpose. It was meant to to make these cigarettes seem macho and strong. Now, if I'm going to try to seem macho and strong, I'm not going to just walk around my testicles hanging out. But apparently that seems macho and strong to cigarette companies. But it was on his face, though, correct? Yeah, the camel's face. 
So that's us like <laughs> some plastic surgery and putting her balls <laughs> under her chin uh, to make us get a big, you know, a big, like a, like a uh, turkey, a wild turkey. You know, they yeah. have those. What is that called on a turkey? That their they're neck? waddle. Their neck, though. They they call. I think those, it's called a waddle. Is it what it's called? Okay. Well, um, I think that would be kind of interesting if that was to be true, and we had these balls, you know, because you know the guys are gonna have twenty pound weight balls. That means your nose will be a penis. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well. Coca-Cola uh, has the famous shape of their bottle, which resembles a uh, shapely woman. Yes, it does. And I, I noticed that when I was little, and I'm sure that that was the whole intention. Of course, when you're 13, everything looks like a shapely woman. Right? Yeah, lampshades. <laughs> Beanbag. <laughs> Stuffed animal. <laughs> Fetishes start young, don't they? Yep, they do. Uh, Ghibli's Gin. You remember the Ghibli's Gin thing? No, I don't. That was kind of a big thing. Uh, Ghibli's Gin tried to make a subliminal advertising to... uh, They took it to a very literal level. In the 1970s, they got in trouble for positioning the ice cubes so that they clearly read the word sex. Hmm. Yep. And that was in all their advertising. They had to take it all down. Uh, Like the... uh Disney movies, The Lion King, when uh, yeah. the lion laid down and stop it, it says sex. Oh, yeah. And what what was the other one? Was it The Little Mermaid? Little that, Mermaid had the penis in the, the castle. Yeah, in the castle. It. I've seen that copy of that. So, um, true. There was another one. It was SFX Magazine. That magazine was dedicated to the world of visual effects in film, but by obscuring the bottom of the F, the magazine appeared to be titled Sex, and they did that on almost every cover. Wow. Yeah, that was crazy. Um, Eric, if you remember um, the alcohol ads that were in, let's say, Sports Illustrated or Time Magazine, and they'd show uh, our favorite liquor poured up in some ice. And I believe this was like 2020, done a report on subliminal messages. But uh, what happened was uh, they found in the ice cube there was things in there of danger. In the cube was a shark. Okay. What? Yeah. Yeah. This. Yeah. And um, they were showing all these things that were in these drinks that we were seeing and taking in. And I was like, wow, that was that was in nineteen probably eighty one, eighty two. Uh, thinking that even the alcohol companies, because it'd make you feel aggressive, like a shark. I wonder if know? that was really there though, because you know humans are. We're programmed to see patterns. We're programmed to see things. It was on the news, Eric. It had to be real. It's 2020. Oh, my bad. My bad. You know, Barbara Walters. I mean, these people speak truth. Well, if Hugh the, Downs. If the view was talking about it, then it has to be true. Exactly. Don't doubt them girls. <laughs> Burger King. I remember this ad. In 2009, they had an advertisement campaign to promote its new seven-inch burger. That's how it was. That's what it was called, the seven-inch burger, which included a single beef patty, American cheese, sautéed onions, and a one steak sauce. But the the ad featured a really surprised-looking woman with her mouth agape, and right across from her mouth was a seven-inch burger, and at the bottom it said, "It'll blow your mind away." <laughs> <laughs> so we kind of get the hint with it. You it's think? Funny. You it's think? Funny. Yeah. What was that one where they had the girls? Sitting in the back of the truck, and they were eating the sloppy burger. Do you remember that one? Was it Burger King you were talking about, or just some other? I think company? it was Hardee's. It was recent. 
Anyway, you know, they, Carl's Jr. and Hardy's have some interesting. Oh, you know, yeah. the girls look. But they would have these girls in bikinis in the back of pickup trucks. Yeah, eating Carl's these Jr. hamburgers yeah. and the mayonnaise and stuff is just dripping down. I mean, come on. It sold a lot of burgers. The best looking burger I've ever seen. They would sell more food if they would do that broccoli and cheese and have those girls eating that broccoli and cheese. Yeah. <laughs> I would eat probably. Would sell more. a lot of broccoli. I would probably have those broccoli and cheese. They figured it out. They know what's going on. Yeah, I think I could eat peas and things if uh, if it was shown to me the correct. Really, they're not really brainwashed as correct enough, Eric. Let me write down the brainwashing I want, and I'll buy your shit. That's so right. you can send me commercials Let made up, made up like this of my fetishes, and uh, you can cater. You can you can build your commercials around me. me. That's right, because they're doing that anyway. Well, damn, let's get more better than what we're doing. I mean, YouTube, YouTube, the commercials I see on YouTube, it's stuff that I want. I mean, you know, they'll show me backpacking stuff and motorcycle stuff and, you know, stuff I'm interested in. I know I have a shared account and uh, I get hit with all kinds of women, whatever, from makeup, medicine, hygiene. I'm sorry. I know. I'm really disappointed because I want man stuff coming at me. You know what I'm saying? And I'm always clicking, like, you know, take a survey and I'm clicking the commercials to, like, so they can. Listen, that's selective brainwashing when you're like, show me fucking commercials that are man commercials, doing some man shit, you you're know? Getting commercials for senior women diapers that don't show any lines. This is what I'm getting, Eric. And I'm like, I love power tools, you know what I'm saying? I love cars. Uh, anything to, to trick it, I'm still getting this shit. Oh, that's too I'm asking for brainwashing. <laughs> that is funny, but I'm like, please show me something. I have to sit through this shit that I enjoy. As so that's that's kind of like brainwashing. I mean, subliminal messages is put there to brainwash, right? Uh, yeah, Eric. One thing, uh, brainwashing, just a definition of, is a process of manipulating and modifying a person's emotions, attitudes, and beliefs. Oh shit, Eric. <laughs> I've been brainwashed. You, uh, you know, you told me this morning that you were kind of brainwashed again. But I've been brainwashed, and I'm mad at myself that uh, I fell for all these tendencies. But uh, you know that you've been brainwashed. So does that still consider you brainwashed? I think because I participate in this 3D world, just uh, have some fun that I forget that um, I got on this roller coaster by choice. <laughs> and I did not have to... What's a lot easier to stay on the roller coaster than it is to stay to, to stay off of it? Well, they got me with emotions because you know you're kind of numbed all during the day. You want to feel something, so you you know you start taking on the the new news again, and, and there I go. I'm like, why did I bite into this? And now what can we do to kind of protect ourselves? Because I thought I was doing a good job of being awake. Well, you know you can go too far the other way. I mean, everybody's a little bit brainwashed. I mean, do you drive the car that you drive because that's the exact car that you wanted or because you saw a commercial and that car looked cool? Uh, I've never thought about that, Eric. Let's put a thought to that. Or the hat you got on or the shoes you're wearing or anything. I know the shoes that I wear most of the time, I wear those because of advice from other people that I've seen on YouTube that said they wore those and liked them. But... If they were getting paid to tell me that, then that's brainwashing, right? And that would be correct. You would be right. And I fit for it. So um, to overcome this washing of the brain, uh, which we know our church, I was washed the, by the blood. The, the so church, bad. the church is the king of the brainwashers. Man, is that number one? It is absolutely number one. Um, 
as a young person feeling bad at seven, eight years old that I'm a shit ass. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That really bothered me uh, to look back at myself that I let religion make me feel bad. Yeah. Um, no matter what you do, you're not going to be perfect. There's other things sort of like brainwashing, um, but they call it different things. Uh, what's the yeah, next just one? different ways to look at it. Dif- yeah. Right. What's uh, I see cognitive dissonance. What is that? Uh, they say it's about stress, anxiety, and a discomfort experienced by an individual who holds two or more contradictory beliefs. So one person who likes contradicts the other Republicans and Democrats at the same time. <laughs> but yeah, it that can be true when it comes to that. I mean, I think there's it's what they want to hear at the last minute before they hit the voting booth. That's why they're on the line. But I think it'd be more. I think it'd be more truthful to say they dislike. Republicans and liberals equally, and they're voting really. I hate your candidate. So I'm yeah, they're voting direction. at the one they dislike the least. Isn't that something? Yeah, we do that too much. So there's another one called crazy making. What is crazy making? <laughs> well, Eric, it's a form of psychological abuse, which my parents never. <laughs> no. is crazy making. Uh, or the abuser sets the victim up for failure as nothing uh, the victim has ever done is right. Crazy-making behavior is due to gaslighting and can also involve word salad. In which that sounds like religion. It does. Uh, word salad is another uh, term in brainwashing, which they keep breaking it down. You know What we thought was brainwashing, they broke it down into dosing, gaslighting, all these things that we're talking about. And I'm like... But they're from different points of view of aspects of what's happening from the positive or the negative point of view when you're explaining your side of the story. <laughs> I know you're looking at me like, I think, I'm concerned if you're staying on topic. I am because no, I think we brainwash you just our gave, lovers. I think you we, just gave us an example of word salad. <laughs> That's a good one. You couldn't wait to say that. You're looking at me so excited. You're like, I got to say word salad. You just did it. No, crazy making and cognitive dissonance and dosing and gaslighting are all uh, – forms of brainwashing so what is dosing small and temporary revivals of the idealized phase where the abuser gives his her victim doses of attention affection or love bombing and hope to keep them in or suck them back into the relationship eric so they'll be mean to them for a long time and then just be like really nice bring them flowers you know and apologize and make them a good dinner and then the next day they're an asshole again that's kind of crazy, but I have, uh, and you know, we know people that have went through these situations. Sure. And, and from a work point of view, from a married point of view, uh, neighbor point of view. Yeah. And even us. Absolutely. What about gaslighting? Yeah, well, um, it's a form of abuse in which information is twisted or spun. <laughs> Sister better than that on the back pew back there. She's already seen who's not there and or, twisting it. Yeah, or anybody on Fox News Network. Uh, selectively omitted to favor the abuser or false information is presented with the intent of making the victims doubt their own memory, perception, and sanity. Mm. Damn, I'm thinking that's happening right now in my current life. <laughs> probably I'm gaslighted. Is. Help, man. Get me. Help me. You are gaslit. I have been lit. Grooming. Hmm. Well, we've heard uh, this phrase a lot. Uh, teachers. Boy Scout leaders, teachers, <laughs> Boy Scout leaders, <laughs> a lot of grooming going on. 
Catholic. Setting setting up some kids for failure later. Catholic priests. Uh, definitely grooming. Predators. Uh, they must groom. I don't think they go out there and just pick them. I think they set these kids up in families as friends. Uh, they're grooming since they like dies on their child. So grooming is a calculated and predatory act of manipulating another individual to subtly, slowly taking on a set of behaviors and actions that makes the victim more isolated, dependent, likely to trust, and more vulnerable to an abusive behavior. It's like, well, if I've kicked you in the teeth, what's it matter if I punch you in the eye? That ain't as bad, is it? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Got you've you got more teeth. You've only got two eyes, but you got that PlayStation, little kid. Don't tell people you've been yanking on me, you know? Uh, don't tell your mother that. Whatever they do, they do groom. So, yeah, that's some brainwashing. And that's not what I mean. We're making fun of pedophiles, basically. But <laughs> it could it could be in anything. It could be at your job. Um, it could be anywhere. Uh, yeah, Eric. It's everywhere. Just think about it. Am I getting groomed? Is somebody, is somebody rolling my britches leg up? Yeah. Think yeah. about it. You're getting brainwashed. We got another one called Hoovering. Hovering. Oh, it is Hoovering. Yeah. Fuck, it is Hoovering. <laughs> I fucked it up thinking, you know, because I can't spell because I'm Southern and my third eye is fried. We have another one, Hoovering. It's a manipulative technique named after the Hoover vacuum and used by abusers to suck their victims back into their relationships. I'm glad you said back into their relationships. <laughs> It would have sound bad if I didn't. Sound bad if you just stopped after victims. Yeah. Uh, hoovering consists of the attempt to communicate with the victim. It is often done in the form of text, phone, emails, through mutual friends or family, or accidentally bumping into the victim. Multiple forms of manipulative messages can be used, from just saying hello to I love you, or more aggressive or provoking messages such as suicide threats or outright lies. Wow. So that's basically stalking. It sounds like stalking. But to me, that would be hovering, but it says hoovering. I mean, well, it's named after the vacuum. I know. Well, Unless no, it's I, called the hover vacuum. <laughs> they, they don't suck too good, do they? <laughs> but that is, um, didn't know. We're learning. I think our listeners are learning something like how many have learned. Yeah. I get, you better get, get your defenses up and watch what's coming. You're being you bombarded with all these things all the time. I and mean, it's it, so hard to defend them. I mean, it's. You can't you can't keep away from it. Uh, listen to this podcast. You are kind of washing your brain with something. You're taking something, and we're going to kind of be the opposite of what you've been knowing because it's a different outlook. Maybe truth and light, shining the light so that you can see, hey, I'm living in a total fabricated fates. Uh, subliminal messages come at me. Uh, I don't know who I am. Yeah, are you going to Whole Foods and and buying a lettuce for $7 when you could go somewhere else and buy it for $2 because it's at Whole Foods, because it says Whole Foods? We are tricked through that. Yeah. I know I do try to eat healthy, and I'm tricked because I go back and go, they damn got me. Remember the margarine? They had us all believing, you know, margarine was the thing to do, ditch the butter. Yeah. The doctors. Yeah, absolutely. And now they're like, take the butter. Just don't put that in your body. So there's one called love bombing that actually sounds pretty interesting. But it's oh. a phase of it's a it's phase one of the cycle of abuse. This stage often involves constant communication and compliments and is designed to lure the victim into or back into a relationship. Um, I think I've used that one. <laughs> 
So you piss off somebody and they say, never talk to me again. And then you just love bomb them. You just say, oh, I love you. Here's some th- here's this. Here's that. Third grade, fourth grade. That's how I lived. Hit the girl in the arm and run. <laughs> it just means you got to buy a bigger heart-shaped box of candy. I know, but it was kind of like, I like you, but I don't like you. So is that what I did? I over... You the- overcorrected. Yeah, you love bombed her. Damn. Started when I was like eight Did it work? No. Okay. So don't use the love bombing. No, it don't work. No, I'm just saying I've used it. Now, I guess I could have if I continued to use it, but I want somebody to kind of like me because they like me, not because I'm (laughs) manipulating them. Well, people do it every day. God, they do with money. Can you imagine these people? I want a divorce. No, I don't want a divorce. I'm going to take him back. I'm going to take her back. I don't That's That's love bombing and then crashing and then love bombing and then crashing. It's ridiculous. I hate that. Normalizing, a tactic used to desensitize individuals to abuse, coercive, or inappropriate behavior. So, like you were saying earlier, um, (laughs) Rodney's pages are out of order, and he has no idea where to go with this. But it's like you were saying earlier, you know. Is is this any different to anything (laughs) that we have ever done? Uh, Listener, this poor man puts up with me. well, he, he decided he decided to print this shit out instead of looking at it on the computer this time because it would be easier. And then he dropped them, and now they're all out of order. I didn't drop them. <laughs> the, the, the printer dropped them. And um, since this is not dated, I'm not dated, excuse me. This is not numerical in order. I have no way of putting together. So now we're like an hour into this, and I'm so damn lost. I'm shuffling papers like Dan Rather on a news desk. <laughs> but um, anyway, I'm having fun because really right now you've got the show, and I'm commenting to the great things you're saying. <laughs> well, okay, let's try this again. Normalizing a tactic used to desensitize an individual to abuse, coercive, or inappropriate behaviors. Once the behavior is seen as normal, then the victim is more prone to taking part in it. Ooh, I wonder if I've ever done that. I'm sure we've all done it. I mean, it's all been done to us, and it's done to us every day. I know, but I hope I'm not projecting that on someone, Eric. I mean, I'm telling you, this is a deep subject, me and you've got into. I know, you you could go so many different directions. It's very deep. It's like like Kanye West did that album where he he did everything auto-tuned. So now auto-tuned is supposed to sound good to everybody, and it still fucking sucks. <laughs> Thank you. Anyway, let's not go down there. Because, you know, today, like, they had disco doing auto-tune. Could you imagine what that would be like, disco and auto-tune? It would probably sound just like disco. Another way to brainwash somebody, and we're not giving you a way just to do it. Oh, I guess we are. We're just giving you ways that it, it is done. The silent treatment. We've all gotten the silent treatment. I have done it, and I have received it's a manip. Well, we all know what the silent treatment is. If you're married or if you're dating somebody or if you're in a relationship with anybody, you've probably gotten the silent treatment. Or your mom gave you a shitty toy for Christmas. That's right. <laughs> Nine years old. <laughs> I'm not talking to you, mother. I can't believe you gave me this. It's a girl's toy. <laughs> you've offended me. It's a, how do you know my toy? It's a they's toy. There's no genitalia. Stonewalling is another one. That's kind of like that's kind of like the silent treatment. That's what I'm doing right now. I'm stonewalling. He does have his back turned to me right now. That's why I'm acting like I know what I'm doing, but I have no idea. So I'm stonewalling until we can wrap up another ten minutes of this to make us sound like we're successful. (laughs) The actual definition of stonewalling: it is a general refusal to communicate or cooperate, and is sometimes accompanied by the silent treatment. Wow, I know. The act of stonewalling is emotionally exhausting for the victim. 
as they are the ones left to do all the work. You know, that only works if the victim gives a shit. I know. If they don't give a shit, stonewalling is just called, you just wasted your that's fucking time. Ca- that's called a, that's called a vacation. I can finish my movie in peace. Yeah, I think you're right. It depends on, I think that depends on who the person's entered. You know who you're fucking about to stonewall because they could be like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. When I was younger, stonewalling and the silent treatment would work on me because it, I was really emotional. I cannot imagine you being really <laughs> emotional and a, or acting out emotionally. But nowadays, uh, you can stonewall me and, and uh, give me the silent treatment all you want. I'm just going to. That's just enough silent time for me to relax. Or think about the problem and try no, to work it out. not going to think about the problem. All right, we're going to take a break and let Rodney reorder his paperwork, which he should be looking at on a laptop, which I have already given I'm, him. I'm firing up right now. I'm fired up. Well, it's but too we... late now. We're half hour in. What about word salad? Uh, sounds like something you uh, got choked while you were eating. Do you, that- remember, do you remember the word salad episode of Boston Legal? Do you ever watch Boston Legal? No. Uh, tell me about it. Spader and... Uh, I like Spader. But I do know about the show, but I, I'm not interested in law. Okay. Well, Unless it was Matlock. We'll just cut that out. No, you got to go with it because I, like, <laughs> I was about to go, I like Matlock and, and Ironside when he's in a wheelchair. <laughs> oh, God. What is word salad? Yeah, uh, word salad, Eric, is not throwing up on your food. It is a uh, reconcilable uh, through circumstances. No, it's not. No, it's reconcilable. Nope, it's still not. It is is reconcilable. Nope. Is reconcilable. Nope. It is recognizable. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) What what do you you mean to call it? Recognizable? That is such an easy word. And I've called it a hard word. You would I danced all around it. You, you know think? what? I was like, God, don't play <laughs> fucking draw and stuff with me. No shit. What right. is word salad? Uh, it is recognizable through circular conversations and repetition and lack of logic and sweeping generalizations and use of words that are disjointed or unrelated in context and contradictions. Essentially, it consists of a lack of semantic fluidity. <laughs> Thank you, Eric. You saw that boo there I had. Word salad says, like you read, it's through circular conversations and repetition with the lack of logic. That's every argument I've ever had with anybody I've ever been in a relationship with. Is that male and female or just female? (laughs) (laughs) We're we're trying to plant seeds now, aren't we? I'm asking for a friend. It's, (laughs) It's females. I, I didn't want to just point fingers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she might be talking about me. No. no. Sounding like you're. Sounding like it's me. I think I'm getting some brainwashing from you, Eric. Uh, do you see that the political parties are owned and operated by a machine? The machine. Um, it's well old because it's on both sides. Have you seen, Eric, where if you watch it close enough, and which it's very simple to do to see them go from one side to the other, uh, they play both sides of us. And uh, this is being brainwashed. There is no choice in our current political structure in the United States of America. I agree with that. It's an illusion. I think both sides are basically the same thing aside from their pet projects that they campaign on. Everything below that 
It's the same. It's, it never it's the same no, shit, different day. No change. No change. They're just um, ripping uh, ripping off our futures uh, for their now, and uh, they're going to pay for that. Well, when you buy things, do you do you really need what you buy, or do you see on TV and and buy what you think you want to? Uh, I think I, mean, I, I see some impulses, especially food commercials. Yeah. Let's see, uh, Pizza Hut is running a pizza called Detroit style. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I had to go get one of those, but thank God we've got a Pizza Hut that never makes them correct. <laughs> now is that brainwashed or is that just seeing something that you wouldn't have seen before and decide that you want it? Well, they showed the commercial five times in one game. So I thought like I was brainwashed that direction. Yeah, I guess I guess so. I'm like, hey, so good. if you would have seen a commercial for Papa John's, uh, no. Domino's. Yeah, like a Subway sandwich or something. Would you? I think a I might have went sandwich? that way because I mean it just looked good. And I'm like, hey, let's go ahead and get us a Pizza Hut Detroit style. That makes sense. I would say that's brainwashing. And I went and done it. We've already talked about religion a little bit. I think that's yeah, sort of self-explanatory. Yeah, if you're if you're into being saved or needing to be saved because you feel you're not worthy because you've let yourself be brainwashed that you're not worthy because actually you can look in the mirror and go, I'm a, actually a great, fantastic person. It's just another person's opinion of you that you disagree with. So be, be, be you know, happy with yourself. Find you. Yeah. What about, you got a note down here. It says NASA. Oh, uh, it's a misdirection. I think, uh, that's all nothing, but <laughs> this is horseshit. I don't even believe NASA anymore. Well, moon landings. I don't believe you don't nothing. believe we landed on the moon. Not anymore. No. Tell us why. That would be another podcast. There's just too much. It is really, it's really interesting, the uh, evidence that you can build against that we went to the moon. Yeah. Yeah, but that's for another podcast. Eric. All right, then. Yeah. Nothing is true. I don't think nothing is, but that don't really bother me because the reality that I've created and another reality that you have created, we like them. We enjoy our day-to-day lives. I absolutely do. So I'm, you know, I work every day to have a better daily life. I want to have fun every day, Eric. You know that's my goal. I've told you that. Oh yeah. Oh. What about backmasking? You ever heard of backmasking? Yes, I have. Um, backmasking subliminal messages is a common trope in metal and rock music, especially metal music. Uh, many of the most famous bands in the '60s and '70s were accused of backmasking subliminal messages in their songs, including Queen, The Beatles. Remember the Beatles when John is dead. John is dead. And or was Led, it really Paul is dead? And Led Zeppelin. It may have been. Paul. I think it's Paul. Paul is dead. That was one of them. Well, they're both dead, actually. <laughs> they're both gone. No, yeah. Paul is. No, Paul's alive. Oh yeah, I forgot. That's the wrong. One. He is. It's dead. just his, that's, that's his, his ex-wife has all. That's another money. podcast. We'll we'll go back into. So the backmasking thing. Judas Priest, one of our favorite bands, got in trouble for backmasking, and or got accused of doing it by a mother of a couple of kids. And here's the story. On Monday, December twenty third, nineteen eighty five, in the city of Sparks, Nevada, Raymond Belknap and James Vance had spent most of the day drinking beer and smoking weed and listening to heavy metal music. Sounds Sound, like a good day to sounds me. Sounds like a good day. That's right. Among the albums that Belknap and Vance were, are believed to have listened to, the fourth album by Judas Priest. And this made them feel like they need to go hurt somebody? That's what their moms and parents thought. Belknap and Vance, who were 18 at the time, decided to visit a nearby playground 
It was at the playground where the two young men shot themselves with a 12-gauge shotgun. Belknap went first, successfully killing himself with a single gunshot wound to the head. Vance took the shotgun from his friend's hands and attempted to end his own life. Vance did not die immediately, instead sustaining serious facial injuries that left him disfigured. Vance died of complication three years later. He shot himself in the face with a shotgun and stayed alive for three years. I wonder what kind of music Billy the Kid and Bonnie and Clyde were listening to when they were on their rampages. Apparently, it was Judas Priest. <laughs> you know it. You know, could you imagine that? Belknap and Vance's family sued Judas Priest. Now, remember, they were thought to have maybe listened to this album, not proven to Dude, listen to this album. Yeah. Belknap and Vance's family sued Judas Priest's label CBS Records for $6.2 million, which equals about $20 million these days. They argued in court that the pair had been driven to commit suicide by auditory signals concealed in Judas Priest's song, Better By You, Better Than Me. The plaintiffs claimed that the song contained subliminal message, Do It, over and over, urging listeners to take their own lives. I remember that. And um, I've heard that song and <laughs> didn't make me want to go pop myself. No, didn't want me to go pop myself. Either. I think that's some weak parents trying to blame the uh, someone else for their weak parenting. Yeah. Well, the parents lost that suit because it was stupid. Well, good enough. Yeah. You know, there's some little messages in everything, even labels and clothes that we wear. People put messages in those. Like what, Eric? In 2005, Top Gear T-shirts had a tag in one of their T-shirts that said, quote, these T-shirts were tested on animals, but they didn't fit. <laughs> that sounds like a Jeremy Clarkson type That's of funny. thing. You know? There's a label in another unknown t-shirt. I couldn't find out where this picture came from. It may be true. It may not be true. But it looked it looked good, and it was on the internet, so it must be true. Oh, we've always said if it's on the internet, it's, like our pod, like our podcast, true. it's true. It's true, people. It's true. So the tag in this really? in this t-shirt said wash inside out, remove child before washing, made in China. I believe it. I, I'm, I believe that some people have not removed their child before washing. <laughs> I just leave the child in it and wash it. Here's another one that's unknown. It says uh, it's a medium, 100% polyester, uh, cold machine wash, dry flat, do not bleach, cool iron, dry cleanable, and don't slap pandas. Never. You know, don't your, my, my shirt says it here. Don't slap pandas. See? You should never slap a panda. You don't see this, the panda slapping? That's what about What about a furry? What about somebody dressed as a panda? Can you slap them? I think that's legal. That's totally legal. I'm pretty sure it is. And if it's not, it should be. Isn't uh, the panda kind of like a, I mean, they're kind of dumb. I don't know if they're dumb or they're just. They just don't care. They're just chill. They're dude. Pandas could be dude. Uh, they actually are, so okay. Yeah. I mean, you just roll around and eat sugar cane and chill out. It's kind of what I do. <laughs> You're a panda. <laughs> You're a panda. All right, big panda. So what we're just saying is don't be a victim to brainwashing. Make yourself every day realize that you are susceptible to uh, what people say, sounds, smells. Um, make yourself like when you walk into a place uh, to go shopping. Yeah, it, when you stop and get gas today, you have those videos that play when you start pumping gas. Very annoying. It's whatever they want you to buy. I mean, there's one. There they usually have one little sports clip, and then a bunch of advertisements. 
Uh, yeah, so just don't just don't go for it because they're getting us in the pocketbook and then they're messing with our minds and letting us think that we're all divided, which I don't think we really are as divided as they want to tell us that we're divided. Or is um, that what they want you to think? They want us to think that we're really divided, but I think people are really, I don't, I, what's going on on the television is not happening where I live. No, it doesn't. It's not the real world. So come out of the television, come out of the internet, and uh, except our podcast, the uh, swollengoat.com. Yeah, all media is not wrong. Most of it is, but this one's not. No, this one's not. We're, we're trying to be truth seekers because we feel that uh, we have a higher uh self that will beat the shit out of us if we don't and i promise you eric exactly they'll poke us in the third eye it's poked it's so poked they're mean really they're really they love us but they love to chastise us uh but anyway fill us full of mr pib and focus in the third eye it's the worst thing ever poke me all right eric, well, i don't have any more gaslighting to give and uh no crazy making <laughs> no more hoovering but i might try that tonight you're not going to give me the silent treatment, are you? No, I would never do that. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to wrap this one up. And ladies, our ladies, because we do have quite the few lady listeners. He's, she's, and they's. And them's and us's and, and all of us's. And us's and L's and B's and Q's and T's and all those people that listen to us. What about a walrus? A walrus. Yeah. Us. I've seen Swaller. walrus. Us. Okay. Yeah. All, all right. the walruses. Well, thank you guys for listening and supporting our show. Me and Eric have a fantastic time putting this material together, and um, we hope it keeps you around for a long time. Putting this material together was the most fun four minutes I've ever had. <laughs> you really spent four? I was told you spent <laughs> more than two. All right, guys, we had, we had a good time. Y'all uh, come back and see us next week, and we will see you then. Thank you. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Please visit our online store for goat merch at theswollengoat.com. Also, please rate and review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. 